Hey team, this is Wayne Smith and this is the Olympia Boxing Podcast. Hope you're all having fun this week and uh, enjoying the good weather that we're currently having. So this week I've got a great guest. I've got one of the toughest lads I've ever known on this podcast today. Uh, not only did I, I used to box alongside him, uh, spar with him, and uh, but he was the first boxer once I became a coach that I started training. And we travelled up and down the country and took on the country's best as well. Uh, so very proud to have uh, Lewis Sirrett onto the onto the podcast this week. Lewis is now a professional. He's had uh, eight bouts and uh, he's only he's won seven. He's boxed on a world title undercard, Charlie Charlie Edwards world title card, matchroom card at the Copper Box, and he's also boxed on BT Sport in the Ultimate Boxer. So I hope you hope you enjoy listening to his story. He's got a great story. He's a great tough lad that he, he would take on all comers. He never said no. He used to phone Lewis up and you say, Lewis, you're boxing, uh, fancy boxing tonight or, or, or tomorrow? And you say, yeah, what time are you picking me up? We wouldn't ask who he's boxing, where he's boxing, nothing like that. It'd just be, yeah, what time are you picking me up? And that's the kind of lad that he really is. Big, tough, he's a tough warrior. Good lad he is. Um, so grab yourself a cup of tea and sit back and enjoy. Let's go. Hey, Lewis, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Just uh, keeping busy as I can. How you been? Yeah, not bad, mate. Same as that. Just trying to tick over, get things in place for when we're able to get up and running again and uh, get back to it. How's your training been? You've been keeping up with training? Yeah, I've been, been uh, with all these challenges going around, it's been quite busy, actually. <laughs> a lot of yeah, different things. But it has changed a bit. It's literally, I had a lot of running was. And luckily, I got a bag up just in time before the lockdown. So yeah, you just moved, haven't you? Yeah? Just moved to a new house. Yeah, literally about two weeks before before we had to stay indoors. So was which it, was yeah, a bit of just... blessing, really. I think I'd have been pulling the air out of the old place. <laughs> As you set yourself up a new gym, have you? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. getting there. I mean, no, I can only do so much at the minute because you, yeah. you can't order much. But uh, yeah, it's, no. it's usable. No, good stuff, mate. Excellent. It keeps you ticking over until you're ready to get yeah. going and get back at it. All right, now, mate, so let's delve straight into it then. So if you want to tell the listeners who you are and what you do, and then we can get going from there. Yep, yeah, um, I'm Lewis Sirrett. I'm, I've been boxing about 13 years. Uh, I started off at Seven Oaks ABC, and I, I spent most of my amateurs there. I had, I had about 50 in total, and then I had a brief spell at Body Shots, in the middle of the six or seven years I was there. Yeah. I only had three flights for them and sort of come back with my tail between my legs and finished off at Seven Oaks. <laughs> and then, and now I've turned pro over the last few years. It's coming up to three years. might be today. No, is tomorrow. Was it three tomorrow, years is tomorrow it? I had my debut, yeah. And then um, I'm up to – I've had eight now. won seven, lost one in the ultimate boxer. And then – was meant to have me ninth one just before we went into lockdown. But as we moved house, there's, it literally our moving date was about three days before 
I was, was meant it? to be yeah. boxing. So I said yeah. to Steve Goodwin, this is probably not the best time for me to be fighting. And then in the current situation, I wish I would have just left it and got on with it. But it, yeah, it's a bit stressful moving out and cutting weight in the same week. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, no, I think you made the right decision, mate. They'll still be there when we get back out of this one, hopefully. As long as it's not too long, anyway. As long as it's not too long. But so, um, yeah, let's start right at the beginning then about your background in boxing. So, obviously, um, we start, you started at Seven Oaks, didn't you? Where I, I was also at Seven Oaks. But where, where, what? how old was you when you started? Because you were at the club just um, before I joined. Yeah, I was quite a late start. I mean, I think I started training. 17. I didn't have our first fight was at 18, but I we weren't much between it because I literally when I, I got hooked straight away and I was there every I didn't miss a session from when I started. So I think about six months later, I had me, I had me uh, first in, fight. Yeah. I can remember, yeah. I remember before I joined the club, I came to one of Seven Oaks home show and you were boxing. It was either your first or your second, but it was against Steve Baker actually. So that was it. Was one and, of the um, bouts against Steve Baker? Was that your second bout or your first bout? No, maybe third. Third, oh, third bout was it? Did yeah, he? Oh, I can't remember which. Yeah, because he won that one, didn't he? Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He won that, that was, yeah. I think that was the first one. I, I, I won the first two and then lost the second two, and I had a bit of a weird pattern going on. Yeah, yeah, but, that's um, right. Yeah, no, it was definitely Steve Baker though. That I remember. Remember you watching boxing, but I remember coming out of there thinking you'd won that. And um, yeah, didn't get that decision that time. But that's uh, that's the story of your amateur career, really, mate. Isn't it? When we went on the yeah, road, it was. Unfortunately, some, lost some, but definitely, most definitely, was robbed on some, wasn't you, mate? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you started there. So you end up you had about fifty bouts, didn't you? When yeah. um, you was an elite level boxer as well, boxed. Um, Box God, the names that, that are on your card is unbelievable. Yeah, some good, especially now that a lot of them have turned pro and they're yeah. doing actually some good things in the pros as well. Yeah, no, that's right. Um, I remember, um, well, also you box Chef Clark, who would be at the Olympics, and you know, you think you're a super yeah. well, you're a super welterweight now, and he's a heavyweight. <laughs> right, <it's> mental. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you boxed him was the night I had my first amateur bout. That was it was at seven. I actually boxed. It was the same yeah. show. It was. But the, no, um, I it reminds me a little bit of when I spoke to, uh, sparred Grant Dennis over at Chatham. Yeah. You think you took me over yeah, there, and he was it. telling me. He sparred, he, he fought David Price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I looked yeah. at him and I thought, you fought David Price? and Because <laughs> he's gone down to middle way and Price yeah. is a, a giant. And it's, yeah, it's giant a similar situation, I suppose. Yeah, no, that's right, yeah. But we had some fun, didn't we, in the amateurs, mate? We, 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 we travelled some miles, didn't we? Yeah. God, yeah, did we did. travel I mean, some miles? That is the one thing I miss the most about the amateurs is the the... How regularly you'd get out? You could. I mean, I remember that probably the best run I had when I had the five wins in five weeks. With you. We were right. going down to Margate. Yeah, we went everywhere, and didn't we? Pretty much every weekend we'd have a fight, and then you'd yeah, be lucky to have five in five, uh, five yeah, five in a year. This now, I mean, yeah, no, that's right, yeah, and that's when. Uh, yeah, well, God, we did we did go through them, didn't we? We went through. It was probably, and that was at light heavyweight, wasn't it? It was at eighty one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and it um, and the you went. I'm just trying to think. So you had you done you beat the Margate kid, 
who Connor Connor Gorham. Gorham, there you Gorham. go. That's his name. Yeah, yeah. he had his Connor. debut the same day as me, actually. That's right. Yeah, he turned professional, didn't he? He went down the Queensbury route as well at some stage. Um, you beat him. Did you beat Paul Brown in that five weeks? I think Paul was. I think that was the one that I lost to Paul. Actually, that, that was the, the one first was, one. Yeah, it was like you box, yeah, that was it. You you box like six. I think it was like six. Six times in seven weeks, I think you boxed. Uh, there was maybe yeah. one week in between, and that's right. You won about you won five of them. That was your best run. Yes, you boxed him. And who else did you have on that? Was that this now when when we went to Norwich because that was when we had, um, Chris about. Baker. That's it, Chris Baker. You got your stoppage, yeah. didn't you? That was down. Yeah, in, that was, yeah, that was down in stoppage. Yeah, down in Margate, wasn't it? That was Stephen Garlic. Stephen Garlic, yeah, yeah. Well, I just boxed him again on my home show. Just boxed him again yeah. on my home show with one of my lads the other day. He's still going. And I can't remember the fifth one, but yeah, it was a, it was a. That's yeah, the it was a I good do run, wasn't it? We were, yeah, to get where well, you could box every week. Yeah, no, we did. We got busy, didn't we, during that time? Because that was you were my first proper boxer that I took t- started training once I. Once I turned into a coach, and uh, yeah, we got yeah. Quite, we got really busy, didn't we, mate? We, I remember that bloody trip. It always sticks out in my head when we went to Norwich to box. Um, oh, I forget the kid's name. Um, Dick Tornis. What's it? What is it? Yeah, Frank Sicktornis. Frank Sicktornis. He's a trainer now as well. Yeah, he's a trainer. Yeah, Frank Sicktornis. That's it. I remember we we went. We were promised. When his dad was a matchmaker, he promised us. He said, "Yeah, we'll get you on early." I went, "Yeah, cool, yeah. no worries." Three hours up there, and then we got there to find out we were on last. We were the headline bout. You got in the ring yeah. at what was it? Quarter to twelve, I think. Afterwards, getting yeah, there, about like five six o'clock. Going at quarter to twelve, and and that was definitely about that you won. You smashed him all over the place, and then yeah. they, they went the other way, didn't they? Went the other way. I think yeah. I think they even went the other way as a unanimous, didn't they? I think it was something like that. It was ridiculous. So. It yeah. was ridiculous. You I'm, smashed him all yeah. over. You split his eyes open. You smashed him all over the place, and he and they went the other way because then we saw them all talking to the judges afterwards and everything, didn't we? Like the uh, yeah. the uh, yeah, definitely two hours. De- Two hours drive home to yeah, sulk and think about it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did. Because I remember that's one of the times that you had to tap me. That I nearly fell asleep driving home. Very good. Got home that morning. Bloody long journey that was. But it was good, good times though, weren't they, mate? Really good. Yeah, I'll do me. I'll do me that a lot. We had a good little. We had a good little. Um, a good little squad then as well, didn't we? Like, like as in like characters as you, James McCormack, Clancy, um, Luke Gear, Ryan, all that. Keith Ingalls for a little brief spell and. Um, yeah, Andrew, good, went, good Andrew when he decided the box. Yeah, no, it was a good little, it was a fun team, wasn't it? Like, um, had a good little laugh we did back then. They were good times. But the um, so now you like your what your current team? So you've you've done a few rounds, haven't you, with different trainers since you turned pro? Yeah. You know, now you're back with Andrew, aren't you, at Seven Oaks? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it was. When I got that chance to go in the Ultimate Boxer Tournament, I mean, mm. I, at the time, I didn't really have a trainer. Yeah. I mean, I fell out with John Cole, who was training me at the time. Not really f- fell out, but we just disagreed on a couple of things. And then yeah. uh, I wasn't really 
training. But then Steve has said, you're going in, like you're in, you got it in the tournament. I thought, oh, really, I can't. I was like, I didn't really know what to do. I was still training at seven. I was just ticking over, keeping fit. Yeah. But I thought, I've got to like knuckle down a bit. And then Andy said, well, if you want, I'll do my license and I'll train you. Yeah. I said, like that. I thought, if you wouldn't mind, I thought that Because I was half panicking, thinking, oh, what am I going to yeah. still tell Steve? He's got me in this tournament and I haven't got a trainer at the minute. But it, got a trainer, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like when I left before, left before, I ended up going back there. It's my home, really, home away from home. So I mean, yeah, it's right. it's where where he, he knows me well. He knows all my weaknesses. He knows my strength. I mean, he used to spar me all the time. So yeah, yeah, I think it works fun. well actually. Yeah, so you two get on well, didn't you? You're good friends as well. So it's a good yeah. balance as well, isn't it, mate? So what's the um? So what's your what's the What's the difference in your training now that you're a professional? Um, definitely the frequency. I mean, you're training pretty much six days a week, yeah, and running running probably the same as well. When before, I'd probably in amateurs, I same sort of thing. Where you, where we was out so often, you just keep yourself at a level. You just yeah. like I do two or three runs a week and two or three sessions a week, and then I'd sort of be going at the constant level. But now you, you start off the camp, and then going through it through the six to eight weeks, you, you get you've got to do more uh, like uh, harder workouts, longer workouts, more more workouts a week, and uh, it is intense, especially with working full time as well. But yeah, I no, wouldn't say right. I've always I've always enjoyed it so. Yeah, no. So you've always been a workout workhorse, haven't you, mate? You've always been yeah. a after. But especially like because you you're up to six rounders now, aren't you? Yeah, you're up yeah. To six I mean, rounders, bit... so you got to put in the make sure your stamina is right up there, haven't you? Yeah. To, to be honest with you, I think the longer rounds is the better for me. I mean, yeah. sometimes I can be a bit of a slow starter. I mean, it take me a couple of rounds to wake up sometimes. Yeah. So. Yeah. And That's, then uh, that was always the story in the amateurs as well, mate, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, come I mean, on, I'll... Lewis, let's get going. Oh, I've just woken up in the third round, starting to smash them all out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so what have you found? Like, how have you found that? Like, with the because how many bouts have you had as a six rounder? You've done one six rounder so far, just you? one so far. I mean, yeah. I was going to do the one before that as a six rounder, but then um, mm. I got offered the ultimate boxer chance so yeah. like that, that was even less round went down to a three but I thought you'd yeah. be saying I couldn't turn down yeah it was live on BT Sport wasn't it yeah yeah on BT Sport no it was a good that was a good competition I remember coming to watch it it was um, yeah good, good good competition up there but the um, what's the uh, so when and also when you done that six rounder that was you you said and your, and your coaches and your team they all said that was your best support uh, best um, performance so far, wasn't it? That six round. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I mean, just, I mean, I had Eddie Lamb. I, I trained a bit yeah. with us before as well. He come out and done the uh, corner for me. Yeah, and he, he he said to Andy after the fight, he said, "I he goes, what's going on?" He goes, "He's actually moving his head and getting out of the way of punches rather than just soaking <laughs> them out of it." He's, yeah, he said he can relate. I said that was. That was highlight the improvements, like yeah, things like my defensive work's got a lot better and Good, more, more relaxed. Where I think where you've got the more rounds, yeah, 
gives you a bit more time to relax. You haven't, you, I was a bit panicky before, like, oh, I've got to win this round, I've got to win this round because yeah, I've only got to get fast, don't you? Yeah, you can, you can afford to drop the rounds, like, you don't want to, obviously, but if, if you no, do, it's right, not going yeah. well, so you've got a little bit more. Relax. Yeah, otherwise you're chasing, aren't you, in the four rounds. Yeah. If you, lose, if you lose that first round, you're really chasing already, aren't you? Yeah, and, and then um, you've sort got... of, with the longer rounds, I oh, know I've got the engine that eventually I'm going to get hold of them the more it goes on. But when it's a three or four round fight, it, you've, you haven't really got that space to drop around. Yeah, no, that's right. So what do you, how many rounds do you spar up to now? Um... Well, I was doing up to about eight. Yeah, really. Eight I mean, I've done even for my debut. I was doing ten. Like, yeah, you've you've done like, a ten rounder, have you? Yeah, I've done tens, but like, mm-hmm. but I was only had a four round fight. But I, that was with Davil, and he had a te- he had a ten round fight coming up. So yeah, yeah, it's not it. You couldn't turn down that. He was good sparring. He was yeah. training for British title fight, so. Or it might have an English title fight at the time. English sorry. title. He was a good yeah. fighter, wasn't he? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Just, I took you up the eye box and I had to spar him when you were an amateur. Yeah. He, um, he was a good he was good, good little Mike Tyson. That's what they, they used yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. What the, um, so what's boxing done for you then? What would you answer that with? Um, it's definitely calmed me down. Yeah. I mean, it's given me something to focus on. Like, um, weren't really that uh, a pain before it, but I was just not really doing anything with myself. I was just going yeah. to the pub and that's it. You and following making, your beloved Millwall everywhere. Yeah, I mean, drinking in the boozer. Yeah, and I just thought, I'll, I'll rather have something more to that. I'm going to if I get to mid 30s and I'm sort of at the age when I'm looking at retiring I've not done anything I'm going to regret it so yeah yeah so up down with something no good excellent yeah no it's, it certainly it, it it definitely kept you on the straight now I remember from when training if you didn't have nothing to do that that's exactly what you'd be doing when you go straight go to the pub and you'd be up Millwall and stuff like that no structure yeah, stuff yeah like exactly that. So boxing gave you structure didn't it and um and gave you focus to move on things because you've always been a hard grafter every yeah. time yeah that's come up but the um yeah so good stuff so what's um what's life like as a pro then um i mean it's not i enjoy it but it's not as glamorous as what it's made out to be by a lot of people i mean i've had mm-hmm. and uh it's not as well paid either the way everyone goes on his ass I guess you don't work now, and I think you're joking. I think I'm six yeah. days a week minimum, like, and then yeah, training think, six days a week. Thinks, well, yeah, they think professional is your only job. Yeah, that's right. And when you actually, if you actually tallied up actually your purse, what you get, like on a four rounder or something like that, is but is probably like if you tallied up the purse, what you get. If you yeah. if, uh, if like say for instance you sell like a basic amount of tickets and then um, and then take in your hours that you've actually put in for that is it's barely minimum wage, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can well, I couldn't survive. It. Well, you can only really do I'd say four fights a year because 
regarding yeah. ticket sales because you've got to sell a decent amount of tickets and you're not going to do that if you're fighting every month so no that's right that's right I mean you have to build, you have I, I to build that money. no that's right yeah you know, that's where all these sponsors and everything come in don't they yeah have you got a few sponsors yeah I've got um, I've got um, me mate Jack Sparrow from school he runs Divine uh, Building and Maintenance they've uh, helped me out massively they've been with me from the start mm-hmm. um, Sala services uh he's just come on board I've, a f- friend of mine mark fennell from millwall he's yeah. been a great help and then uh bpn contractors um a bison, young bison who trains at the club he's, his dad's got yeah. a construction firm and he's helping me out and um oh, that's good and then craig libby he's been with me from the start as well yeah yeah craig does your essence doesn't he yeah he's, he's been a great help all the way through i mean I've never really done much of it before. Like it was just incorporated in our um, sessions, but I mean, you've got to do yeah. it nowadays. It's a big part of it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it is. I've, got, it's, it's I've also got a garden uh, construction company. Uh, me mate, I used to play football with Steve Harrell. He's, he uh, he helps me out as well. So I've got oh, a good fantastic. team behind me. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fantastic. Do you not have something to do with the Millwall Supporters Club as well? Um, they were helping me. They, I mean. Not so much a sponsor, but they will help me out if I've got a fight coming up. They will, yeah, cool. They'll they'll put it up on their their page saying, "Oh, one of them." Ah, cool. They put the Lewis has got a fight well, coming up. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good stuff, then, mate. Because they they get behind you as well, them lot, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I think one day it'd be good if they could have a show there. There's quite a few uh, God, yeah, new fans out in the pros. It'd be actually be quite a good event, I think. Yeah, obviously no, Johnny Garden headlining, I'd have thought. Yeah, yeah, he's got a British title shot coming up again, isn't he? He's boxing. Yeah, he got the rematch. Yeah, yeah, that was a good scrap. The first one, like, hopefully, he does well in it. It was a good scrap. Yeah, definitely. Nah, good stuff. So, what's the um, what's been your success? Your success in what's the biggest success you've had in your career, amateur or pro? Um, I mean, I'd say. The one that stands out for me is when um, my manager, Steve Goodwin, he managed to get me on the world title undercard on Charlie Edwards was boxing for the world title at the Copper Box. And then yeah. I had a four-rounder on that. I opened the show was on very early, about a quarter to five, I think, in the end. But it was still what an experience. It was, and it was my first shutout victory. I mean, I've left it a bit close a couple of times where that was like roast the occasion sort of thing I mean yeah that's right yeah, I, I did have big, probably tougher scraps well I did, definitely did a lot of, a lot of better fights than the amateurs but then, as you said earlier like, I didn't really uh, look back fondly on them because I got robbed a lot of the time I mean sort of takes the uh, takes the shine off it a little bit so who was so this so, so regardless if um, say win or lose who was who? Who's been your toughest opponent so far? Toughest, um, I'd say definitely Ashley Vanzi when I boxed him in the box cup. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think I underestimated him a little bit. He just come off losing in the ABA final, and then he wanted to sort of yeah. put it right by winning the box cup. Yeah, and I'd come off that little run that we said about earlier. I'd had a few wins yeah. in a row, and I've sort of. 
got a bit over cocky and thought, I'm going to cause an upset here. And then I, I got caught cold after about 30 seconds and never really recovered. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was the only mm. stoppage, one out of your your career, Yeah, that was. yeah, just yeah. I think you weren't, you weren't down because you didn't knock you down, did he? He gave you two counts and then the ref stopped it, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he caught you, didn't he? I think I remember it. I, I hadn't even got to the bottom of the steps. No, it was very early, and he caught you without hook, didn't he? Yeah, and didn't he see it? To be honest, I just saw all, all the yeah. sorts of like little white blur. It was, a double, then... it was a double left hook. It was a double left hook, wasn't it? Yeah. We'd, I remember when we were warming up, we were watching him. We were, we were, we were planning on catching the hook because he was, he was throwing a lot of hooks on the pads when he was warming up in the alley pally. Yeah. And then, uh, you, you caught the first one, but didn't know the second one was coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything just went white. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. But who was like, forget that one. Cause that was, oh, that one, I think, I think that punch took. I know, yeah, like you said, that was your toughest opponent in that sort. But grinding out, say someone like you went the distance with, like win yeah. or lose, don't, like none of that. Who was who was the like the bout that you remember thinking, bloody hell, that was hard work, like, um, win or lose, like. I think there's two really stood out for me. I mean, um, the one in, or oh, maybe I could call it three actually. I mean, like, the ABAs obviously. Is, Good opposition in there. The one with Seb Eubank. I mean, that, yeah, was, that yeah. I thought I'd done enough to win that one. I lost that I one on a split. Well. I mean, I think yeah. he had everyone knew how hard he could hit from some of the yeah. his, the fights he had leading up to that. And then I he come yeah. out through everything in the first round, and I soaked it up. And then I thought I'd come really at him, and you had boxing. He was out of ra- he was out of ideas for rounds two and three, but he got it honestly. Yeah, he back. was. Yeah, because I always remember that. I always remember that when we talk back and think about that bout. Um, I always remember he stood there and stared at you when that first when that end of the first round finished. He stood there and stared at you like I say, "What are you doing? Still standing there?" Yeah, you were just like, bring, "Bring it on, mate! Bring it on!" And then you went out because you split both of his eyes, didn't you? Yeah, I mean that, that was a real. Head cuts over two eyes. I think we we both knew we'd been in a fight. I know mean, it's three rounds, but they yeah. were three full on rounds. I mean, yeah, I'd lost a bit of me yeah. too. He said he said at the time as yeah, that's right. And yeah, a black was, eye. Yeah, he had black eyes. And was, then, yeah, that was about. I took your gum shield out and your teeth were sitting in the front yeah. of it still. <laughs> <laughs> I just put it back in. It comes up <laughs> on the memories. I think yeah, that was in April. It come yeah. up a few days ago and then. I just got yeah, home and Lily took a picture yeah. of me and uh, there's a big black eye and then a big gap in the front of me teeth as well. Like, this is Lewis just got back from the ABAs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were very unfortunate. He did, though. Credit to him, though. He he, he said to you afterwards, didn't he, that was the toughest belt I've ever had, like, up to date. Yeah. It? You yeah, gave him did, the toughest yeah. belt there. Yeah, no, what a belt that was. I remember that. There was so much riding on that. Because then what... A, what a Southern Counties round that was as well. In the uh, in the ABAs that year, you had Dan Woolidge, uh, Felix Cash, Jake Ball, yep. Chev Clark, you, Seb Eubank. Um, what a, I think Brad Pauls was in the middleweight one as well, actually. Was he? Yeah, really? I think he was. Because he was Golden Ring, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. He was Golden Ring, so he'd have been Southern Counties as well. So, yeah, what a what a, what a a line-up in the, in the Southern Counties for the ABAs that year. Yeah. That was good, wasn't it? There was some good bouts, I remember that. The um, So, what's your challenges been? What's the biggest challenge you've had, amateur or pro? Um, 
That's a tough one, but that's, um... I mean, I, so far in my pro career, I mean, I, lo- I lost the one to Sean in the um, Ulmer Boxer. I think I wouldn't call it the biggest challenge, though, because uh, I think it was half down to me. I mean, I mean, yeah, challenge doesn't do, challenge doesn't have to be as in like as in a boxing match. What's been your hardest challenge of overcoming anything, whether it, whether it be to do your training, the business side of it, anything like that? I think. So it's staying motivated. I mean, because I've had a couple of times. I remember mean, back to one fight after I boxed at the Copper Box, and then I went to the next show and I struggled badly to make weight. I mean, it was half my own fault. I left it too late, really. I mean, so a lot of the camp was just running, a lot of running and just long carb burning exercises and. I mean, and I don't think I made much money out of it at all. I mean, it was it was a something done on that weekend. I I think it was Champions League final, and there was a couple of festivals. And I thought, you know what? I've had to. I was. It's mentally draining making weight anyway, and you're doing all that, and you think, you know what? I've done this for weeks, and I'm making a couple of hundred pounds. I think. And it's hard staying motivated when that's been the hardest bit. Yeah. I mean, it's all worth yeah, it, in the end, but at yeah, the time, it's worth it when you get your hand raised, of course it is. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good story to tell, though, like to like up and coming amateurs and stuff that 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 have the dream of turning professional. It's good for them to hear this, though, because that's the truth of the professional game, isn't it? Uh, a lot of people think it's all glitz and glam, like that they all get signed up by Eddie Hearn and and or Frank Warren, and they're off running. The, like they're, they're going to be like on telly. They're going to be yeah. paid loads of Never, money and stuff. Like that. The reality of it, yeah, the reality of it is that it's not. Even some of them, even some of them boxers that are on. In in with them promoters and stuff like that. They're, they're still having to work. It's only the real top end, isn't it? Top end boxers. Yeah. That that, that make a decent living out. Of yeah. This. So I'd say like English to British level. I mean, everyone else. Yeah. I mean, you struggle unless you're a really big following. Then mm. I think that's 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 what you got to be before you can sort of say this is my job now. I mean, I'm not got to work outside. Of yeah, you got to be in title contention. Haven't yeah. You? Yeah. So when um, so what's um? I've already asked you like with the box. Yeah, that was right. So um, so like, what's your your ambitions? What are you are you far away from the southern area title shot? Do you know when you've spoken um, with Steve and that? No. Well, that I, I was sort of looking at one that fight in Mar- in March what I was supposed to have, and then we mm. sort of that would sort of be the one before. Hopefully, I'd get the shot. Um, oh, you get the shot. You know. but I don't know what. Obviously, this is set it back a bit, but then yeah, of course it is. Yeah, who holds the title still? Sean still hold it? No, it's uh, Dean Richardson. Oh, Dean I mean, Richardson. He defended. Yeah. He won it. Um, because Sean vacated after yeah, the because um, he's got English up. English title. Yeah, that's it. it. Yeah, where he was sh- an eliminator with Adrian Martin coming up, but. It, yeah, that was the yeah. uh, the weekend we got put into lockdown, so that's been put back. Um, yeah, but it was Dean Richardson has got it at the minute, and then he uh, 
he defended, I think, on the 7th of March and then I don't think he's vacated yet. But then, or there's that, or there's the middleweight one, which Sean Phillips just won on the 7th as well. So, I mean, yeah. I'm, if I can... So, what do you, do you see... Either way, I'm happy, yeah, what really. Do you see, yeah, either way, you don't mind if it's super well or, or, or middle. Yeah. I mean, I'm not small for a middle. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't all my amateurs as light heavyweight. Most, well, most of them. Yeah. So I'm not. Yeah. I'm yeah. not small for a middleweight, but I mean, it's just wherever the better opportunities come, really, for me. Where the opportunity come? Yeah, that's right. If you're given enough time, you can make super well to yeah. can't you? Just depends on the opportunity and the time frame, doesn't it? So what? Um, so who's your boxing idols? Um. They all most of them South Wars. I mean, I've always loved Manny Pacquiao. He's just yeah. he was just so exciting to watch. You know, I, I, I called me Dog Manny as well after him. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> um, Zaggy, I always liked. I mean, yeah, he, just a similar. He never looked like he was that much of a puncher, but he was just non-stop, and he had still had he a lot was. of stoppages on. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, 32. Yeah. 32 stoppages out of 46 wins. Like, that's not someone that they used to say slapped. Yeah, it? exactly. That's not a slapping record, is it? No. <laughs> definitely not. No, definitely not. Yeah, so um, so we've talked about that. So, like, you're, yeah, so we were just talking about the um, the title shot and everything. What's your future goals then? Uh, once we're out of isolation and allowed to box, what what, what do you put, see for your your future as a professional and what would you like to do? Um, I've always been a bit like pessimistic. I've maybe where I, I did get a lot of dodgy decisions in the in the amateurs. It sort of does affect you mentally in the end when there's so many of them. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe I ain't that good, maybe. But uh, I've always, like, my dream is to win that Southern area. That's like, if I yeah, do that, I'll, I'll, I'll retire a happy man. But I mean, if I win that, and then there is the opportunity to go further, then you, I'm, I'm, you've got to go for it. But I mean, yeah, push really, on. Yeah. Yeah. But you definitely yeah, exactly want to win that southern goals. area. Yeah, yeah, to win that southern area title. No, good stuff, mate. No, excellent. I think you get there as well, mate, with your work. Keep your head down. Keep motivated. Keep keep level-headed and training hard with that goal in mind, you'll make it, mate. Yeah, yeah I hope there. so, yes. Get on your day, mate, and you'll win it. But what's, um, so what, how do you think, though, coming out of this isolation, how do you think other boxers are going to be um, thinking? Do you think they're going to take riskier fights? Are they yeah. going to get on with it now I'd... because of, like, the lost time? Or Yeah, I'll definitely say so. I mean, one, the lost time, and then there's other people that might relay, uh, rely on the money Maybe they're not working full time, maybe yeah. only part time, and then the boxing money covers they've lost out six months. So they might think, like, yeah. oh, I've got to try and push my career on. I've lost six months of my career. Maybe I should take someone a bit of a riskier fight to get me a little bit more noticed. Uh, yeah, right. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping coming out of out of this that it's kind of a reset button for for the boxing world. And I'm hoping when we come out of this that that um, better matches are going to be made across all levels of the sport, yeah. and uh, bo- boxers are going to be like realise that this could maybe happen again. We don't know. This might happen every year. Every time it gets a little bit cold, we might get an outbreak of something. And put us in, so we just don't know, no. do we? And, well, um, I, I would I definitely say I'll, I'll take. I think it, 
I like to have the risk of fights anyway, to be honest, because of all the ones I've had as an amateur. I think, I mean, well, I've had harder mm-hmm. fights than this anyway, so there's no reason why I can't yeah. step up, and plus because of my age. But also, that's what motivates as well, yeah, and that's what motivates you as well, as, as well, isn't it? If you get, if you know you've got a tough opponent, that's what gets you out of bed yeah. in the morning earlier and um, up and running. Yeah, 100%. And you've got yeah. your bite bite down more into it, isn't it? Yeah, no, that's what I'd like to see. And I'd like to see it on the small horse scene as well, a bit more that the boxers start taking a bit more of a risk and um, and boxing better opponents, like especially like to get up in the, uh, get get up the rankings of the English rankings and stuff. Yeah, like that. I think it's a win-win really, because I mean, I feel like the boxers that are doing these riskier fights are going to put more into their camps. They'll provide more exciting fights and then it would be a lot yeah. easier for them to sell tickets as well because the fights are more exciting yeah, right. and then there's more that's like right. it's it's not a foregone conclusion who's winning. I mean it's never foregone but I mean nine times out of ten you sort of yeah, you, you sort know. of know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. No, no, I fully agree with that. And that's what sometimes it puts people off a of small hall show boxing, isn't it? Because you can tell who's going to be the winner before. Some of them are not even competitive yeah. sometimes. It's um, like, I think, like you say, the, if boxers started start um, taking more riskier fights, even at their level, do you know, like even if like you're a two, two three belter, box another two three belter yeah. and push on that way. Find out the truth of where you're going, because it, like you say, it helps with the ticket sales, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like if you um, you tell your mates, oh, I'm boxing Joe Bloggs, like he came up through such and such amateur club, and and uh, yeah, he's a good little boxer. Like people are going to buy into it more and go, oh yeah, I'm going to come and watch that. You know. So it's definitely something. Fingers crossed. Uh, other boxers have that mentality, mate, when they come out of this. So. Um, if people want to follow you and everything, where can they follow your career? Sorry, yeah, mate, I missed that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you disappeared. I said so. When um, so, if people want to follow you and everything, where can they where can they find you? Um, I'm on Instagram, um, just Lewis on there, and then Lewis on Facebook as well. I mean. I have got a Twitter account, but I don't really use it, to be honest. I mean, two's, two's enough. It, yeah. it takes up enough time. Um, yeah, yeah. Flicking through, especially when we're in isolation, it's taking up far too much time. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that thought, mate, but that's the only thing that's keeping me going at the minute with business-wise, yeah. anyway. But the, uh, doing all of this stuff. But, um, yeah, and also you're promoted by Goodwin Boxing. Aren't yeah, that's you? it. So, that you can, um, so they can see all your stuff on Goodwin Boxing. He's been uh, they do really brilliant good. for me, so, to be honest with you. I mean, I didn't even think, confidence-wise, I, I was questioning myself about going pro. And then within three years, he's got me on... A world title on the card at Copper Box, and two fights later, I'm in the Ultimate Boxer Tournament. So I've, I can't yeah, be on BT No, he gets his box. He does it. He, he's he's a good manager like that, Steve, isn't he? He's, I've noticed that with his boxers, he he gets them out. He gets some opportunities. He doesn't just keep them to box on their own shows all the time. If if there's opportunities out there, he he grabs yeah, them for his boxers. Yeah, he does. He's he? very very fair like that. 
Yeah, no, good stuff. All right then, mate. Well, thanks for coming on. I think we've had a good yeah, chat. Yeah, good. Talking about old times. Yeah, I said talk about old times. A good, we had some good fun old times. But the uh, hopefully this is right, it gets your profile out there a little bit further, and people get to know about you, and they can follow you and uh, and follow what's next for Lewis Syrup. Uh, thanks very much, mate. I appreciate it. No well, worries. Good speaking to you. All right, buddy. Wait. Yeah, take care and we'll catch up. Yeah, all right, mate. See you later. See you later, bud. Take care. Bye-bye. So there you have it, guys. I think that was a good podcast. You got a good insight into Lewis's background, what he's done, where he's boxed. Like, it's unbelievable, some of the guys that he boxed. And what we did fail to remember, uh, mention in that podcast when we were talking about some of the really good opponents that he boxed. I think at one stage in the top 10 of Britain in the boxing news rankings for the amateurs, he boxed eight of them, eight people in the light heavyweight division, the 81 kilo division then. Um, yeah, he really did. He's a tough old warrior, Lewis, and all the best to him in his professional career. And always rooting for him and I really hope he, he gets that southern area title that he craves. So if you'd like to follow Lewis, uh, you can find him on Instagram and Facebook, as he said, with his addresses um, at Lewis Syrup. And uh, you can also follow his his career and everything for a good, good win boxing. You can find them on all social medias. If you'd like to follow us, uh, Olympia Boxing, what we do, our website is www.olympiaboxing.co.uk. Our Facebook page is Olympia Boxing CIC and our Instagram and Twitter handles are at Olympia Boxing. If you could do us the great honour of rating and reviewing this podcast, so then this will enable a far wider audience to be able to listen to what we do, uh, which is good for everyone. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thanks for listening again, guys, and we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye.